podcast. I got the mic. And I have the opinions. What's up, everybody? It's season two! It's season two! You thought we weren't going to come back, but here we are. For another season. A whole season. But the format's different. I think it's fun to mix things up. Yeah. So, season one, we committed to ten episodes together, saying that we were going to talk about MMA on a weekly or bi-weekly basis, although we've been pretty damn good about it. We skipped Christmas week, I believe. I know. It was one week we skipped. What a bunch of newbies. I know. But uh, here we are, uh, season two. Uh, We're going to change things up in terms of format. I feel like, fuck, I feel like I want to restart already. (laughs) Why? I don't know. Feel weird. I forgot those. I'm two. weird or you're weird. I'm weird. Ye- oh, so you want to be the one to say season two? <laughs> All right. Well, now I'm gonna edit the fuck out of this. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Go, go ahead. Restart, but don't actually restart the recording. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the Whole <laughs> Man and Fist podcast. I have the opinions. <laughs> and fuck those mics. <laughs> welcome to season two, episode A. Woo! Season 2, George Peter, tell everyone all yeah, about it. We're going to do episode A, B, C, all the way to Z. So you're with us for 20-something episodes. I don't really know exactly how many. Can we can we be inspired by Artemis and do also that A is for Artemis episode? Okay, yeah. So what's... Uh, well, first of all, I want to clear up the fact that I'm also very intelligent, so I definitely know that there's 29 letters in the alphabet. <laughs> you should also see his uh, blue light screen glasses he has on right now. And my headphones. And his headphones. Meanwhile, wow. Meanwhile, you're just raw-dogging this podcast right now. <laughs> I have my pajamas <laughs> on. <laughs> and a cup of coffee at 7.53 p.m., but whatever. The goal is to get you in bed by 8 o'clock, so... <laughs> it's, well... <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. Let's get through this. Um, so, A is for ankle pick. <laughs> okay, sure. Oh, do we each... We split a lot of things up. I think we meet, need more unity this season. Because yeah. I just said it's A for Artemis. Well, I was going to try to keep it MMA related, but I guess Artemis might be a future champion. I, I totally could see that. Yeah. She's good on her feet. She's good on her feet. I think she'll have good, definitely good footwork, definitely good striking and stuff like that. I just hope that her parents don't freaking, like, not work on her grappling, you know? She can suffocate people with her hair. That's true. That's true. So, let it grow. What's her nickname going to be, though? Oh, she could have my nickname. Yeah, well... The Grecian goddess. The Cypriot goddess? Anyway... <laughs> Um, season two, episode A. Uh, what are we going to start with, babe? I mean, there's really not a whole ton of, like, background MMA news that doesn't make it into our top five. Yeah, I mean, MMA is in a weird spot right now. We're in the vacuum post Conor McGregor's Mm. amazing win in our fantastic season 10 finale. The first point of top five, season two, episode A. Anna is a fraud. (laughs) I am not a fraud. That is not a fraud. 
that. That. <laughs> that. That. Pointing at that you. That person next to me. Yeah. I don't... I am not a fraud, first of all. No, you're And I not don't even feel like a fraud. No. Nope. But we will both put it out there that we had an incredibly hectic weekend. We weren't even home on Saturday night. And therefore, we could not watch the amazing UFC card or the amazing Bellator card. Would you call them amazing? I would call them amazing. Okay, they were pretty good. And you did see some of the card. I fell asleep on the couch. Yeah. Actually, that's who I want to start with. I want to start with Cyborg, who just got her fourth championship belt. Like in, in different promotions. Right. Four, she's the only person to get the championship belt in four different promotions. That's very true. Although, one of them is only available to women. Just throwing that out there. Because she won the Strike Force. She won the Invicta, which is for women Are only. you feeling sensitive about that? Yeah, I mean, I can't win the Invicta belt, okay? <laughs> Maybe you could. UFC and Bellator. Now she needs to go to one championship. She just has to. She could. Number five. Yeah. She easily could. So I did watch that fight. So if anyone's a fraud, it's George, because Patrick and I watched Cyborg and Julia Budd, and George was asleep on the couch. Yeah, that's because... We were totally worn out from Artemis, the Cypriot goddesses. <laughs> but it's okay Birthday because party. we watched um, some of the UFC fights the next day. Yeah, we actually did. We watched a bunch of UFC and we watched Bellator. Right. Fights which were really good. Uh, I think out of everyone on the UFC card, there was, a, there was a bunch of good fights and I wish I paid more attention, but I didn't. But the one person that I was really curious about was Michael Chiesa. And I've said it time and time again that I'm pretty bullish about how good he uh, can be. Uh, he fought <clears throat> Rafael Dos Anjos at 170. And Michael Chiesa used to cut weight to 155 pounds, right? That was his weight class. Uh, and he had some tough, tough weight uh, cuts. I forget if he, if his last fight at 155, if he missed it or if he just looked like terrible. And he got on the scale and he's like, this is, he said it on the scale, the official, uh, not even the ceremonial scale, uh, weigh-ins. He literally was like, this is the last time I'm ever going to be 155 pounds. <clears throat> he went up to 170, looked massive. And although people on Twitter and stuff, because we didn't watch Fight Live, said that he they dismantled R he dismantled RDA, I don't think it did not look like he, that. He he definitely in in I think it was the second or the, maybe the third round. He, he definitely like had full control of him and beat the crap out of him that round. But RDA didn't look terrible. It's just like RDA is that thing that I'm stealing from someone on Twitter, some random person. There's my citation, my official citation. <laughs> it's like at 155, he just cannot make the weight. And at 170, he just, just looks tired enough. of getting beat up. Like he's not even, he's not even not big enough. He's like exhausted of getting beaten up by bigger people mm -hmm. so but whatever having said that michael chiesa did great looked amazing his grappling is, is, is just superb and um he called out colby covington yeah uh, that was a great call yeah, out you he, should definitely insert that call out here oh uh, let me see if my editing skills uh, are up to par now that i've edited the whole beginning i think you could do it so this is easily the biggest one of your career, in my opinion. How's it feel? It feels good. I'd like to cut this interview short and ask my next opponent, Colby Covington. I'll see you in July. Wow. 
Um, so this is all part of one in our top five. That was not clear. But I'm going to go back to the Bellator card and just talk about Aaron Pico, who we saw his first Bellator fight ever. Um, our anniversary was it this year? Two years ago? No, it was like three years ago. Oh my gosh. Well, we were rooting for him. He is a young, still up-and-coming fighter. But he, um, he's he been losing, and it's okay because he was a wrestler. So, is that correct? So, Aaron Pico was a, um, a high school like state champion and I think national wrestler. He could have went to the... Yeah. Olympics for wrestling or boxing and he was one of those top prospects but he decided he was going to go into MMA and decided he was going to Bellator so that's the whole right. thing with him he's like this special project kind of guy and he comes into Bellator and he's going to be like the um, yeah it was in 2017 Holy he fought Lord. Zach Freeman and everybody was so bullish on him coming in and just yeah. like steamrolling him and he fought a, a veteran he was a, like a 20 year old boy fighting a 30 year old man and the 30 year old man was just like Give me your neck. I'm going to guillotine you. <laughs> Aaron Pico was really what got me into the podcast business. Why? Because I called Luke Thomas's show and my question was about Aaron Pico. That's true. And that was my first podcast. Wow. Look so at you. So just you remember. Yeah. I was with Luke Thomas before this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> I know. Uh, but Aaron Pico looked great and he won and this is really fantastic. Last Last fighter that you want to mention for... I'll be quick. A a uh, Angela Hill, Angie Hill, Angie Overkill. She uh, dominated... Uh, how do you... How, who's a person that she beat? Cyphers? I never really heard of her, but Hill looked amazing. She uh, mounted her and beat the crap out of her. And uh, also, I just want to shout out that Angie Overkill on Twitter is a great follow. She's really, really entertaining. I have nothing pulled up because I haven't done any of my research because I've been busy doing bullshit. But um, throw her a follow on Twitter if you have Twitter. She's freaking great. And um, she puts people in their place, and that's great. And she's also really, really funny. So Yeah, I agree. All of the above. The other thing that's worth mentioning in our top five, so we'll make this number two, is that Bellator does these really cool, like, Grand Prix setups for each weight division yeah. in terms of fights. Tournament style. Tournament style. Elimination tournament uh -huh. style. Uh-huh. Um, champions included. And the Featherweight Grand Prix quarterfinals are currently going on. One of the fights was this weekend with Darian Caldwell, and he won, which is super exciting. Also more exciting is that he beat Adam Borks. Is that how you say his last name? Borks. Sure. And I'm just happy that he beat him because Adam Borks beat another fighter that I like more. Hmm. So. Cool. Who's he fighting next then in the competition? AJ McKee, who you remember now, don't you? Of course. Because his dad was a fighter, <laughs> and they fought the same night, and they cornered each other. That's... I'm so proud of you right now. Good job. Yeah. This is the last week without the UFC until April. So hopefully, we'll have stuff to actually talk about uh, instead of all this bullshit we've been doing today. So that's three. I think you're bullshit for saying this is bullshit. <laughs> Number four in our top five is because there's no fights this weekend... Because after this weekend, it is just going to be boom, 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 boom in terms of UFC fights anyway. Um, is that I think we should get people excited for February. 
Yeah. So I think you should pick a, a fight. Uh, if, if anyone has to, they have to sit down and dedicate one Saturday night to watching all of the card would be amazing, but at least the main card of a fight. Like, I think number four should be you suggesting what people should watch or kind of try to tune into. And number five, I want to give, like, my favorite February fight. Okay, thanks for the lead in there. I think that there is no real free ESPN cards in February. So you're going to have to pay a little bit of money, I think, and it kind of sucks. But UFC 247 is a great card to watch. I think it's going to be pretty good. Um, John Jones is headlining against Dominic Reyes, right? So John Jones is the GOAT. And uh, before he actually fights on September... uh, September. Saturday, February 8th. I'm really <laughs> off today. Really you are. It's it. okay. I, I don't think we're posting this shit. John Jones is fighting Dominic Reyes. I think we need to get your friend, John Jones, oh, to shoot. give us uh, a little bit of background. So okay, we can give I, you need full, to, yeah. I need to try to get this done for next week. Sure. Okay. Just record it on your phone. Uh, so John Jones is fighting. He's the GOAT. Uh, and TBD, you'll find out more about him. He's quite the interesting figure. We've talked about him in the past about how Anna does not like him. Um, and she's the only person who doesn't want to see him fight again because he is, like, the greatest in the sport. But, um... Go Dominic Reyes and the co-main is more interesting. The co-main is super interesting. Valentina Shevchenko is a murderer. And people <laughs> think that she is just going to continue to steamroll everyone in the division. And she's fighting Caitlyn uh, Chikugin. Um, and I'm really excited to see it. I really want to see Caitlyn do super, super well. A lot of people are counting her out. Uh, but I'm hopeful that she puts up a great performance and maybe even pulls up the upset. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a huge underdog, but uh, I actually have seen her train uh, recently, and she's tr- she's really putting in the work, and she's been looking really good lately. So nice. Um, also, have, Derek Lewis is on that card, so I could see why yeah. you picked it. My balls is hot. I could see why you picked it. I think you're wrong though. So number five in our top five is the real February fight that yeah, you all have to watch. And mine, you don't have to pay for. And mine is in Dublin, Ireland. So the prelims start at 11.30 in the morning. And the main card starts at 5 p.m. So I think I've already won you all over. Um, It is Saturday, February 22nd. It's um, a Bellator event in Dublin, Ireland. So many good fights. The main fight uh, is James Gallagher, the, like, I guess Mini Connor, He's people Connor, would say, yeah. versus Cal Eleanor. Apparently, like, they have beef. And then, of course, the card is filled with a ton of other um, athletes from Ireland. Ones that we would be rooting for include... Peter Queeley. George He's is fighting. just learning uh, the, about this card. He's fighting Brent Primus? Yes, and like also interesting. Brent yeah. Primus is actually, we really like him a lot too. Yeah. Kiefer Crosby is on this card. Kiefer's Charlie a cool name. Ward is on this card. Charlie's And then a good there's name. a f- women's fight with a woman from Greece. Looks like it. Elena Kalionidou. Just like I said. and then I thought I saw someone else on the prelims but um, if you have time on 
February 22nd, any time from 11.30 to probably 8 p.m., you should put on Paramount Network and watch this Bellator card. Oh, my God. So February 22nd is also when the heavyweight boxing championship rematch that we talked what about I was a trying million to figure times. out. What else is on that day? Wait, that's perfect. So during the day, Bellator, then we go to Billy's for... Yeah. Tyson Fury, uh, yes. Deontay Wilder. So that means that we're going to be watching fights from 11.30 in the morning until 2 o'clock in the, <laughs> in the next morning. Beautiful. It's pretty Don't great. try to make plans with us that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to hang out September 22nd? <laughs> Why are you in September, man? Go fuck yourself. I'm busy until <laughs> September. All right. Do you have anything else not worthwhile to say? Um... Connor McGregor is at the Grammys and he looked uh, super great. Just want to shout out his blazer. It was amazing. I think that's worthy. Yeah. Other than that, welcome to season two, friends. Do you want to talk about Tyron Woodley? No. All right. I'll just say that the the one quote that I heard him say in an interview this week was that while he was champion, he bought uh, two houses and seven cars and he went a little crazy. And that's pretty cool. Going crazy or spending money? Or having money to spend. Uh, all, all of the above. Okay. This episode was brought to you by Kobe Bryant. Black Mamba forever. 